perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this 116th episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's good to be with you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time and joining the show today. This episode, I'm calling Chris and Cash. It's going to be my interview with an up-and-coming social justice activist, a gentleman right here in the great state of Indiana who's doing a lot of great work that should be reaching well beyond the state lines of Indiana. His name is Cash Lee Kelly, and we're going to get to that interview here in just a few moments. I do want to take this opportunity to ask you to do your part. Remember to share the show with everyone you know. Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. The easiest way to find us is to simply search Bilbrey Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. You can also find us at the home link of perception.fireside.fm. And while you're at it, be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318 or Christopher H. Bilbrey, Christopher with a K on Facebook. There, the conversation always continues and you will get to see a lot of live episode events as well. Uh, All right, so... This is the 116th episode. We got back to work last episode, last Tuesday, coming back from a little bit of a break, and this is uh, an interview that I have been talking about for a while. I've been watching this guy on social media for about the last month, and it's really amazing what he's been doing. A friend of mine, a friend of the show's, is who turned me on to him, Holly Mosier went to school with her. Name was Holly Kemper. Back in the day, Holly messaged me on Facebook Messenger about a month or month and a half ago and said, "Hey, you got to watch this guy." She sent me a link to his video, and he was from Hammond, Indiana, which is up north in the region. It's up by Chicago, and it was a gentleman who was sitting in a car. I think he was like smoking a cigarette and he was talking kind of to the camera like I do sometimes on the live videos. And I was blown away by what he had to say. Now, I have to preface this by telling you that when you watch the video, you clearly see that the gentleman is a man of color 
I just assumed he was a black guy, okay? I don't normally just say that when I would be talking about that because to me, it really doesn't matter. I don't say I don't see color. I clearly see color, but that normally doesn't matter except for what the topic was about. And my, my jaw hit the floor when he started talking because the first thing I heard him say was black lives don't matter. Black lives don't matter to black people. And I was like, whoa, this dude is in trouble. <laughs> and uh, then I, I, I listened to the rest of his video. And by about a minute, two minutes in, I was hooked. I found him on Facebook. I sent him a friend request. And I instantly started watching all of his content. And it's kind of funny to see it. He, he made a viral video, so it, it really popped off, and it was seen thousands and thousands of times. But at the same time, what was going on was very similar to the early days of my videos, when you're just kind of walking around the yard and, and talking into the camera and, and doing that, and it, it had that kind of um, feeling to it, but... Man, what he was throwing down was intense, and the wisdom behind what he was saying is there. You can tell it's not it's not a it's not a put on. It's it's the real deal, and I, I just I was blown away by what he had to say, and then I started seeing like, man, this guy really is trying to do as he says and and say what he does because he's out making videos where he's meeting with people from the community, people from the streets, police officers. Now, just about a month in, two months in, he's set up with a little bit of a studio and he's networking with other people who are content creators and who are activists and I'm telling you what he is really really making an impact definitely for his community in the Hammond Indiana Lake Station area up in the region of Indiana the northwestern corner of the state of Indiana but his impact is reaching a lot further than just his little corner of the world. He His videos are being seen thousands and thousands of times. His content has exploded all over the internet. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. He's there. And he's talking about unity. He's wanting to bring together all people. He understands why people are hurt. He understands why people are saying and doing things that they're doing. But he's wanting to make sure that people aren't falling into the trap of being led by the nose down the wrong path. After listening to Cash for a, a good period of time, I, I thought, man, it's going to be interesting 
what he says his political affiliation is. I, I instantly felt like this guy was a conservative. And so I talked to him in this interview about that a little bit, and, and he talks to us about that. But like he says and like I say, you know, it doesn't really matter. He's not really focused on the political side of it as much as he's focused on the community, the unity, and just being better people in your area and and doing what what each of us need to do to, to first of all survive and to survive in a way that we know we're doing our best. Now, he's not somebody that is raised up in politics. He's not somebody that has taken a bunch of courses in communication. He's from the streets. He's a former gang banger. He's a former hustler. So he's lived the life and now he's trying to talk to folks so people can get an idea of how they can better their situations in life. So sit back. We're getting ready to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be joined by Mr. Cash Lee Kelly. You're listening to the 116th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception. Perception is... Reality. Reality. Hey friends, I need to talk to you about the sponsor for today's episode. That's Reliable Plumbing Services. Mark Bolin and Sherry Sheline. Do you need help with your sewer, drain service, sewer locating, sewer camera, water jetting, sewer installation, general plumbing, toilet installs, service, water heaters, septic repairs and install, and much, much more? If so, give Sherry Sheline and Mark Bolin a call at Reliable Plumbing Services. They offer senior citizen discount, military discount, and if you tell them you heard the commercial here at Perception is Reality, I'm sure they'll work you a hell of a deal. The phone number is 765-252-3665. That's Reliable Plumbing Services. Give them a call today. Now we go on the record with a one-on-one -on -one interview designed to engage, entertain, or enrage you. Perception is reality. On the record. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and we are joined right now on the phone with Mr. Cash Lee Kelly. Thanks for joining us. No problem, my brother. Thank you for having me, and hello, everybody. Yeah, great, great. No, no problem. So uh, just to give a little bit of information, uh, I was... I don't know, I was going someplace and a friend of mine sent me a link to to one of your videos and it's the video, and we can get into that here in a moment, but it's the video where you're talking about um, black lives needing to matter. I think it might be one of your biggest videos. It's the videos where you're talking about black lives needing to matter to the members in the black community and I watched yeah. it and I thought, oh, this is great. And I started, I went through and like binged a bunch of your stuff that evening. I've been watching you since. And so I just, it's very timely, especially, I mean, everything going on right now, it's, it's crazy everywhere. But specifically down here, 
Um, we right down at the at this very moment are dealing with some issues. We have uh, in a county to the south of me, we had a county council member making some very very inappropriate uh, racial comments uh, and having a very inappropriate racial presence on social media and that's kind of popped off and and everybody's just really on edge and yeah. uh, there's so much negativity that that can that that comes from that from that point of view and that comes from the people I guess trying to fight back against that but what I like about you is all is the positivity so for those that might not know or might have just recently started following you give us a little bit of information who who are you and and why are you doing what you do okay well how it all started um I'm just a guy that lives in Indiana uh, I used to be a game banger I used to be uh, a hustler I used to be out in the world doing worldly things and um when I became a father, it, it, it started my change. When, as soon as I became a father, I was 18 years old, and that started my change to becoming the man that I am today. Um, I had encounters with the police, you know, growing up because of me being in a gang. And I never experienced, uh, uh, exp you know, uh, in my community, I never experienced a bad encounter with the police where they were just rude and beating, beating me up or threatening my life or anything like that. It was always... If I was doing something, they were doing their job. And I didn't realize that until I got older that I was the issue. It wasn't the police that were the issue. So when all this stuff started happening with protests and Black Lives Matter coming out and people standing against the police, and I watched the video in my own community of people that I knew that were uh, out there standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with the police saying some vulgar things to these guys that we know. Like, I grew up knowing these officers, and these officers were not bad officers. And in my community, we've never had an issue with police killing black people or with police beating up black people or targeting black people. It's pretty equal around the board. So I just call, I thought it was BS because I'm like, you're standing against good police. These right. police are good police. And it, it really it, it infuriated me, which led me to make the first video that I made that went viral first. And then uh, after I seen that it went viral, people were like, speak more. Can you talk more about these things? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. So I made a video about when are black lives going to matter to us as black people. And uh, then I made the other one to the police. And all three of those videos went viral. And um, it's been like, ch it changed my life ever since. So the message that I had towards them was, you know, you're out here, you're, you're standing against police that are actually good and doing their job the right way. And you're punishing all the police because of a few bad apples, man, because of a few bad police officers. And the media portrays it as if police all across the country are targeting black people, which it doesn't happen like that. It's not real. It's never been real to me and it's not been real in my community. It's not been real to the friends that I know. So I went out and started speaking to them directly. And I said, look, I, I get that you guys are wanting to stand with the cause of Black Lives Matter and you want to stand against the police. But I asked them the question personally. I said, how many people do you know that have actually been killed by the police? How many people do you know in any of the communities surrounding ours and in our community that have been killed by the police or been brutalized by the police and have done nothing to deserve it? And none of them can tell me anybody. I said, so you, do you see where the conflict is? It's just like if the police would come out and say, well, we arrested this black guy because he's a murderer. So all black people were murderers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sure. not fair. It wasn't fair. So that's how it all started. And then here I am now making a change, man. I, I partnered up with Anthony Russo, Be the Change, and uh, yeah. Patrick Wicker to Breathe America. And all three of us are geared towards just shedding a light on tough topics that need to be discussed to better, you know, bridge the gap and bring people closer together in uniting America and letting them know that, look, 
America is not built on race. We're not racist in America. It, it, the, the past is the past. We can't change it. The only thing we can do is learn from it and move forward, which I feel like America's done a great job of doing that. You know, you don't see racism on an everyday basis. You don't see people looking at a black person and thinking, oh, my God, they're going to rob me or they're going to kill me. Just the same way we shouldn't be putting the microscope on cops saying that cops want to kill black people or sure. that they're out to get black people. So we're just trying to spread positivity and shed light on issues that need to be talked about um, and and just do it in a way where we're attacking the issues and not each other, because that's what we end up doing. Sure. People don't know how to talk anymore. They're so sensitive and they feel attacked when you're talking about an issue. You're not talking about a person. And some people can't differentiate between those, yeah. between attacking an issue and the person. You don't attack the person. We're trying to unite. We can have a discussion and disagree and still say, you know what? We're Americans. We got to stick together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me ask you on a personal level, let me ask you this, because I've 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 been doing what I do for a while now. And what I do uh puts me in the crosshairs of uh, I am tend to be quite political and so right off the bat there's a segment of the of the society of the, of the community that doesn't like what I say because we might be on the opposite side but I I don't I don't just bash one side I look at everything very common sense wise and I try to do my best to common sense is what makes makes or breaks it for me. I don't care if you're Democrat or if you're Republican. If you have common sense and you're looking for the best and you're trying to make the community better, then I'm for you. And if you're a Democrat right. or you're a Republican and you're trying to make things worse, well, then to hell with you and we need to move on down the road to somebody else. That right. being said, I, I've made enemies and, and I've got people that are mad at me. What you're doing is a little bit different because there there could be those out there that might actually be racist that don't like what you're saying because they're not liking the idea of the unity. But then on top of that, there are probably, I'm sure, folks from your own community that don't really jive too well with what you're saying. How, how are you dealing with that? Because this has just popped up for you, and that kind of happened for me the same way. And so I'm, I'm on a personal level. Uh, kind of basis wanting to know how you're dealing with that how you know how are you are you dealing with the fact that you've got people from your own community that might take issue with what you're saying well me well this is why i feel like i was created for this man because i grew up in a war zone where i grew up it was a rough neighborhood my life has always been in jeopardy just from living where I lived and doing the things that I did. So when I have people that are opposing me or making threats or whatever, I take it with a grain of salt because first off, I know how to defend myself. Sure. Second off, I've been in the trenches that the, the trenches that were, I didn't need to be there, but I was there. It was a choice that I made because I didn't know any better at the time. So to get me scared is kind of hard to do. <laughs> I only fear a couple of things in life. The only thing that I fear is failure and I fear not being there for my children. Yep. You know, so that's it. Everything else, I don't care. If somebody's making a threat, I take it with a grain of salt. Yep. You know, with like the guy the other day or a couple couple weeks ago um, that came up to my brother's job and was trying to find me and like, where's Cash at? And he's speaking out bad because he thought, he, you know, he said that I'm speaking out against gangs and that he's not a gang. He's an organization because he's a vice lord and all this stuff. And he was making all these kind of threats. So I'm like, you know what? I'm on my way. So I went up there. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to face the problem head on. Sure. And I wanted to talk to him face to face because we were speaking over the phone and he seemed like he was cool. Right. And then after that, he just flipped out and, and went a whole nother way with it. So ultimately what ended up happening with him is the police came. They had him in a car and we gave him grace, told him, look, I don't want to press charges. Let the man go. You know, Sure. they let him go. 
And I was trying to show him, like, look, I'm trying to be the change. I don't want you to go to jail. I don't want you. I just want you to leave me alone. You know right. what I'm saying? Don't don't make threats and then say all these things because I take it serious. Yeah. Here I am letting you letting you go. You know a what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, then the next day he comes back out and does the same thing. He ended up getting beat up by uh by a couple people that were there that I guess were supporters or whatever. Sure. And um then they ended up taking him to jail and then sadly find out a couple days later that the man passed away. Oh my god. Yeah, he passed away. He had a heart attack or something like that. And um it, it, it took his life. And it was like crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? And then well, the other day, right after that, had a guy come to my home. Uh, you know, had a guy come to my house and we had a physical altercation. And um that didn't go good. That didn't go good for him. I called the police, made a report, and you know, he hasn't been back since, but you know, I, I just, that's the thing. Like I told him, like, look, just because you see me on Facebook and you see a guy that's promoting peace and I want unity and I want all these things, don't ever get it twisted because I'm an American at heart. <laughs> and right. in America, we defend our home. Yes, you know, sir. so and that's then we defend our home by any means necessary. By all rights, I could have did a lot more things, you know, what I'm saying to him for being on my property and attacking me in front of my children. But I didn't. I just I let him off the hook kind of easily. You know, I, yeah. I picked him up and let him get in his car and I told him to go. Like, you better, your best bet is to leave. Absolutely. And I called the police, you know. So, yeah, I don't, I take it with a grain of salt, man. When people are saying things and they want to do it, as long as you don't touch me or come and threaten my home or come to my home, I don't care what you say. I don't care, you know, how you want to feel. That's how you feel. It ain't going to stop what I'm doing. I don't, I, I'm pretty goal driven. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing. And you just got to, you know, keep your. I'm a former police officer. I was a police officer for a number of years, and they they always say Thank keep you. your head on a swivel. Yes, definitely. And, uh, I appreciate uh, you, man, for being a cop. Thank well, you. I, I I thank you for that, and I, it's what you're doing is great. And I've seen that, and seen, and I, I really I will put the link to all of your stuff in the summary of this uh, episode, so people can go there and look. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing with this uh, the streetlight. Uh, group or, or what you're doing with that okay well i have a 501c3 it's called the streetlights unity foundation and uh we're the streetlights unity movement so what that consists of is just getting people from all different backgrounds it doesn't matter if you used to be a gangbanger it doesn't matter if you were a drug addict or a drug dealer it doesn't matter if you're a democrat or republican black white red brown yellow it doesn't matter as long as you want the same thing that we want which is unity which is to be able to say at the end of the day look we're american and we're humans on top of that, because this thing has spread even beyond America. We're in different countries now. Um, so it's 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 just about helping people to be good people and standing together on, under the banner of unity, peace, you know, and, and, and just bringing people together, togetherness, you know. And um, obviously we, we want we speak out against gang violence. We speak out against, um, you know, the people that are against the police, the good. We stand up for the good police. Basically, we're police advocates. We are um, not a political group. We have people of all political affiliations, even though I myself lean, I guess, I, I learned this while doing this, that I lean more towards the conservative side of views. Sure. Um, but I didn't know that prior. And um, yeah, but we have people of every background. So yeah, we're just trying to spread unity. And actually we have a three year goal to have 10 community centers built across America. Um, the first one being built here in Lake County where I'm at. And we're getting the funds together for that now. Got a grant writer. Um, wow. And yeah, everything's going good. I partnered up with the mayor of this city of Lake Station. Um, he's an amazing guy. And partnered up with the police. I, I'm actually supposed to be going on a police ride along. Um, thank God. Uh, shout out to Jim Richardson, the chief of police out here in Lake Station. Yeah. Great guy. So yeah, I wanted to help paint a better narrative 
also for the police so people don't have to fear the police because a lot of times in neighborhoods like where i come from you're taught to fear the police and to not talk to the police and i want to break that right you know i don't know if you've seen the video that i got called the no snitching policy that's something that i want to break i want people to i I encourage people to talk to the police talk to law enforcement report crime in your neighborhood yeah and um so i wanted to do this right along just so i can show them you know how how hard the job actually is and the things that they have to deal with on a day-to-day basis when they go out there because they're in fear for their life just like people are in fear for their life when they get stopped by the police right and i want to show how misplaced that that fear is i just i don't think that people realize man that we're 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 all feeling the same thing and i i feel like there's a there's a much Bigger. I don't know if you want to call it, some people say, oh, the deep state or this or that. I like to just call it evil that is yeah. trying to pit us against one another. Yes. And that's the that's the issue. That's the issue there. Yes, sir. And, uh, I, you know, I I just, uh, I, I, I hope you enjoy that right along. It, it'll change your life. I, I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't going in the direction necessarily of being a police officer. And I was, I was in school, I was in college going for psychology. And I had a criminal justice minor that I was taking. And, and as part of that, I had to go on a police ride along. And I was in the car for 15 minutes. And I decided, uh, hey, this is what I want to do, and so that's that's what I did, and it's it's amazing. So I hope you have fun. I hope you're safe with that, um, yeah. with all, with all of that. So let me ask you this, uh, and I'm sure you're probably getting this. When are you going to run for office? Yeah, man. You know what? That's not uh, something that I've ever really thought about. Right. Um, I I don't know. I I, I don't know, man. I don't think. Well, I'm going to put it like this. I'm not opposed to anything at this point because God been moving in my life in a big way. I never thought that I'd have 150,000 followers on my Facebook. I never <laughs> thought that 40 million people would know Cash Kelly's name or even resonate with the message that I had. So I don't know what the future holds. I just know that wherever God leads me, I'm going to go. So whether that be for running for office or just staying on the ground like I am, because that's what I really enjoy. I like being for the people. I yeah. love America, bro. I, I feel in my heart, I'm like, the epitome of an American because um, first off, I'm biracial. Right. I am, I'm Irish, I'm Jewish, I'm African American, if that's what you want to call it. I call it more. I'm a more, Moorish okay. American. Sure. Um, I'm Native American and I'm just a melting pot within myself, just like America. And then on top of that, it shows the opportunity in America through my life because I was born in, in, a, in a, I wasn't supposed to be where I'm at right now. I wasn't supposed to be a good father. I wasn't supposed to be not in jail. I wasn't supposed to be alive. If you go by the statistics of where I was born and the way that I grew up, you know, and it just shows that here in America that we can be anything and we can do anything as long as we set our mind to it and work our butts off for it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's I, I, I definitely I definitely feel you uh, with that. And I just I. To me, it's the push of getting people. I feel like if people could find a cause, like like you've done here, and, and not everybody's going to be as on fire as you are or as I am. No one's going to go to all of the meetings or do do this or that. But if everybody would just take a moment and think about how they're affected by by not being involved by the apathy 
of everything that if they got involved, things could be better. It seems like, especially in my line of work, and I say this a lot on the podcast, a lot of people are focused about what Donald Trump's doing or what Nancy Pelosi's doing, and, and that stuff is very important, and I'm very much a national politics junkie and could talk about it. That's great. But my push is so much more on the local level and being on the on the ground kind of like you're doing. I've ran for office, and I've, I've quickly learned that I make more of an impact doing what I do here, kind of like exactly. what, you're, what you're talking about. And and people people need to people need to find their fire in life, their passion, and yes. and and go from there. And all of those little pieces together, you add up to a community and, and add up to, add up to helping. And and I think that that's big. And I think that I think that that's what that's what my push is is trying to get people to understand the importance of being active and being involved do you guys have do you guys have any uh, events coming up do you guys have anything going on well yes actually we do um so this is awesome um, I was able to give away 150 children a bunch of fireworks this year and it wasn't because of me it was strictly because of the people that are a part of streetlights literally people donated. $3,000, $3,000 was donated to uh, a fireworks event, right? I okay. wanted to do a fireworks show for the 4th of July, which COVID hit and we weren't able to do that the way that we wanted to do it when we wanted to. So we had it set up. That's why I partnered with the mayor. So the mayor of Lake Station actually set it up to where on August 8th, as long as everything is cool with this COVID stuff, we're going to be letting off over $10,000 worth of fireworks. And we already gave away 150 children fireworks in the community where I come from, of Hammond, Indiana, because it's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of money out there, you know, in the lower communities. People struggle. So that was something big that I was I was happy about. But the event that we have coming up is our Fourth uh, of July in August. Okay. It's August 8th. We're letting off a bunch of fireworks for the whole community. Everyone can come out. As many people want to come, and uh, we're gonna have food. We're gonna have drinks. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be symbolic as well because we're all going to be lighting off lanterns. We got lanterns that I'm using as a as a representation of streetlights. Sure. We're going to light up the sky. And um, and beyond that, we had a community day here in Lake Station that me and the mayor talked. We sat down and had lunch and him and his uh his advisors and, and people that were there with him. We all sat down and came up with a community day, which we just did last month. We had a community day out here in Lake Station, which was awesome. It was a great turnout. People showed up. And um, we fed a lot of people. Well, that was the mayor. That was the mayor's thing about feeding the people. I didn't put in for anything with the food. But sure. prior to that, the mayor came out to my event that I had in the park. I just did a cookout. I went out there and put it on Facebook. Yo, everybody wants to come out, come out. And you know what was amazing? People came from all over. People came from Texas. People came from uh, different cities in Indiana. People came from Illinois. People just drove out and just to come. And literally, they didn't even take no food. They just came to give me a hug. Right. They were like, I just wanted to meet you. I wanted to give you a hug. I wanted to shake your hand. It was amazing. It was just a, an amazing day. So I'm trying to keep those kind of things going. I'm sure. trying to have it to where it, I want COVID to be done so bad. <laughs> I know. I really do because it's so hard to be able to get things together. People are scared to come out. People are scared to fly. People are scared to do anything. And I want to leave Indiana. I want to go into other states and have cookouts so I can you know, meet them people and have them people be involved and let them know I'm appreciative of them because it's because of them that I'm even doing this. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. And that's that's a, that's a big thing because you, you keep giving back to the people we're giving, and I, I try to do that with the people who listen and, and the people who interact with me, and that's that's definitely a big thing as well. Uh, I think that's that's absolutely fantastic. Man, I would love – that's that's this coming – 
Well, this will air on Saturday the 4th, so if you're listening from the region, he's talking about the event, which will be Saturday, August 8th, 2020. Uh, I would love to come up there, try to come up there and maybe meet up with you there and uh, awesome. take a part in what you what you guys are what you guys are doing. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty great. Well, so long term, I mean, obviously it's to do what you do, but uh, I mean, just what what's what what does the next six months look like for you? I mean, you know, I like I you the next six months yeah. look like breaking ground on a community center here in Lake Station. We have a lot of people that are uh, set up to donate and. Literally, it, we're, we're this is crazy to me, but me and the mayor have talked about a horse ranch out here. I guess he's looking into it. I'm waiting for him to get back to me. We're going to try to get the horse ranch. We're going to buy the horse ranch, and we're going to break ground on a community center here in Lake Station because people don't know this, but Lake Station is actually the poorest city in the county in which I live, of Lake County. And to put a community center out here would not only help boost the economy for Lake Station, but it would also give the residents that are surrounding, like in Gary, we're right in the middle. Lake Station's right in the middle of Gary, Hammond, sure. Highland, Crown Point, Holbert, New Chicago. They're all right here. So, um, yeah, so to have a community center be right here, close for everyone that needs help. They could come out to this community center and we'd be able to help. And it'd be like a headquarters for streetlights. And that's the whole goal. So within the six months, hopefully we have the horse ranch bought. Hopefully we are breaking ground on building something that has never been done here in Lake Station. Yeah, man, that's, that is, that is really awesome. I mean, that's, I don't think people realize because first of all, getting something like that done, uh, just the, the red tape that's involved with the boards of works and, and, and different things like that. Uh, it's, it's really tough. And so to be able to do what you're doing and be able to have the funding and, and it sounds like you guys have really got on the ball with having the 5013C or, or, or whatnot. It's really amazing, uh, what you're doing. And it's, it's definitely, I'd have to say definitely doing God's work. That's, uh, absolutely. That's, I just, I think it's fantastic. So, what is your message for? Let me ask you this, and, and, I'll, and I'll ask you this. We're we're getting close here on time, and I, I want to let you get That's back fine. to your Sunday. But let me ask you this here. I, I talked to to you a moment about it, and the people who are down here listening will know. Have a situation where we have an elected official who's kind of showed his ass, and and I think everybody should have known who he was ahead of time, but maybe they just become aware because of everything else going on. I I've known who he's been for for a while. It's not okay. just one or two posts. It's it's a way of life for him. When okay. you have people on this side of things looking and trying to address that, and they're filled with so much anger. What are what are you doing to try to talk with them, or how how do you approach that to say, okay, you know, um, when it feels like nothing's being done and that anger is not being resolved for them, what what are you you know what what do you do in that situation? What are you trying to tell the people to, you know, to 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 well, for them to be heard? Well, here's the thing. I just had a discussion last night, actually. This is interesting that you just brought this up because uh, a lot of people that are in a leadership position in our cities and our state and our counties, um, they have a responsibility. OK, any elected official, any councilman, mayor, governor, senator, 
they all have a responsibility. All right. And if they aren't doing their job, they can't expect the people to act in a way that would reflect anything other than what they're doing. So if he's out here spewing hatred and, and, and saying things that shouldn't be said that do not align with his job. And that's the thing. See, like when we talk about, uh, let's use Portland, Oregon as, a, as an example, they made the police stay away, right? right? The mayor told the police that they could not go within two blocks of that protest that was actually a riot, not a protest. And he, that was, to me, that was shameful that you're not allowing these police officers to do their job. And you're allowing these people to, to vandalize and, and take over a city, a part of a city. And it, it goes against his job. He's not doing a justice for the people because he's allowing strangers, strangers that don't even live in that city to come and destroy these people's city, their well-being, their livelihood, because jobs there are, are lost because of uh, vandalism to buildings and they can't reopen and things like that. So if they're not doing their job, then we need to hold them accountable. Sure. So what I encourage people to do, like I said last night, is we, the patriots of this country, the good citizens of this country, the good people of this country, need to come together, lock arms, and make a stand against those kind of politicians, those kind of councilmen, those kind of, of corrupt leaders that will allow chaos and will allow anarchy and allow un-American things to happen. And how do we do that? Well, you write letters. Yeah. You call up there repeatedly. You call repeatedly. You email repeatedly. You make it hard for them to even think straight because they're not using their brain for the reason of which it's supposed to be used sure. in their communities. They're not allowing the people to be safe. They're not allowing the people to have their rights. They're, they're stripping them of what they're supposed to have and the, and the freedoms that they're supposed to have in their communities by allowing people to come in and, and do cities, burning flags and, and things like that. And if it's a public official that's doing those things, then, yes, we need to stand against them. We need to block their street off, go and protest on their block and see how much they enjoy, you know, not not telling anybody to break the law. Like, don't become like the problem. Don't vandalize. Don't, you know, throw bombs and 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 do all the things that are messed up right now in this country. But, no, we show them how to protest the correct way. And we do it in a way where if they because what's going to end up happening if we do that, they're going to call. And they're going to have the police come and the police are going to have to tell us to leave and things like that. And then everybody be recording it. Everybody be live on social media. Social media is our tool. It is a weapon that we can use. OK, your camera is a weapon. So when they come and do that, then you ask the question, well, why do we have to go for protesting peacefully and doing things the right way? But yet you allow these people to destroy our city. And it shines a light and shows that they're not doing their job correctly, that they're not for America, they're for anarchy, they're for Marxism, they're for all these things that shouldn't be in America. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly. And and so we're on the same side politically, and I, I heard I was listening to one of your other your you know, either an interview that you did or or a show that you had on with other people when you were talking about you know the idea of the socialism and and Marxism and 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 I'm definitely against all of that. Look, be Democrat if you want, whatever. But getting into the far left leaning, whacked out liberal mindset of the of socialism, and it's the same way as being far right. I don't I don't subscribe to any of that as well. You know, you just gotta I, be American. That's man. absolutely absolutely. If people would realize that, I think that most people. If they would take a second and breathe, would realize that we're most mostly libertarian. 
Yeah. Everybody's more more just like, you know, live and let live and kind of calm down. I'll do me, you do you. And as long as you're not interfering with me, I don't care what you do or, or vice versa. Can I, can I remind the people of something real quick that are listening? Yes, to sir. This? Listen, okay. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness. That to secure the rights, government, governments are, are instituted among men, deriving their power, their just power, not just powers, just powers from the consent of the governed. That means us, the people, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of those ends, it is the right, not the privilege, it is the right of the people, the American people, to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Okay? That is from the Declaration of the 13 United States of America in Congress, July 4th, 1776, the Declaration of Independence. Okay, so I encourage everyone to jump into the Constitution. Read the Constitution and you will know how our, our, our country is supposed to be and the rights that you have. So if you have a corrupt leader governing the wrong way, it is your right to abolish. Yes. Or to alter. That is our right. It is not a privilege. It is our right. So what was going on in Seattle? What was going on in Portland? That is un-American. What is going on in Chicago? Un-American. What is going on in a lot of these cities around the world? Any leader that is governing us in our country in whatever way, shape, or form a part of the government, if they are governing in a wrong way, it is our right to speak out against it, to abolish it, or to alter it. And don't let no one tell you anything different. We are Americans. We are not in any other country. We are in the greatest country that God ever created. Absolutely. We have the right. The people have the power. And once we understand that and we take that back and we do it in a right manner, do it in an American way, because we are not tyrants. We are not brutal people. We are not people that want chaos or anarchy. We are a, a country of law and order. And without law and order, we get chaos. And we don't want that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I, I definitely could not have said that any better. I think that is fantastic. And if people would just realize, one of the biggest things that I've I've always cringed about is when you hear people use hyphens, you know, I'm, uh, which you don't really hear many people say anymore, I'm Irish American, but you always hear people say it when they say African American. I just always yeah. thought, man, that just, that's, I, I, I fully get being proud in one's heritage and where they come from, but I just, I felt like we're just Americans. Why don't we just say Americans? I don't look at someone in the quote unquote, the black community and see them as an African American. I see, I just think you're an American. I, I, I don't exactly. say I don't see color. I definitely see that you're a black man and I think that that's good. Right. But you're an American. I, you know, I, I, I just never understood. I've never understood the, the, the whole hyphenating thing. I feel like that's done in, in order you to know, put us into boxes. It is, it is, it is definitely done to divide us. Yeah. And that's why I stand so strongly against the Black Lives Matter movement. I cannot stand that movement. And I just want to say that black lives do not matter. And there's a reason why I say that. Because black is a color. You cannot use an adjective to prescribe a human being or a nationality. Black is not a nationality. If you want to be technical in slavery, when they sold with the so-called black people to uh, America or in America, um, 
they were sold under the banner of a Moabite. People don't understand that or know this, but they were sold under the banner of a Moabite. Now, if you look into the Constitution and you understand who was the first nation to ever recognize the United States as an independent country, it was the Moroccans, the okay. Moors. Okay. Black people were sold under the banner of being a Moor, which goes against the treaty that was signed in 1777 and 1786. And people don't understand that. So when they come out and say Black Lives Matter, they want people to, to identify as black. They want people to identify as African-American. They want people to identify as a Negro. They want Afro-American. All these terms are inaccurate. And the more that they hold on to it and cling to it, the more that they will be allowed to be mistreated in a way that they feel is unfair. They don't have to treat you with the rights of an American if you're not claiming to be an American. If you're claiming to be a black man, or if you're claiming to be an African, or if you're claiming to be a Negro, then you strip yourself of the rights that you are supposed to have as a Moorish American. And I'm not talking about them crazy Moors that are out there that, that you know, they're all about driving without license and stuff like that. Forget <laughs> all of that. Crap. Yeah. I'm talking about the American, the original American uh, Moor. The, yeah. the Moors that were sold into slavery that were not supposed to be sold into slavery. And all that gets deep. My uncle's going to be talking about that very soon uh, on his platform of America's Backyard because it gets very deep. And they didn't just do it to the black, so-called black people. They did it to white people sure. in this country as well. And that's what people don't understand. We are all in this together. We are all in this together. Don't matter your shade. We are all different shades of the same human race. We're all humans. That's why they even gave you the word human. It's different hues of man. That's uh, all it is. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's 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 amazing. Man, I could listen to it all day. I think it's amazing. I think what you guys are doing up there, I think what you're doing is great. The the people that you have uh, have partnered up with, I think you guys are doing some wonderful stuff. You can be found on Facebook, uh, just at, at Cashly Kelly. Cash is spelled with a K, K-A-S-H. Uh, yeah. where, what all other platforms are you on? I'm on everything. Actually, I'm still trending on Twitter. I'm trending on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. So anytime you type my name in, I'm the first one that pops up. Uh, it's Cash Lee Kelly on Facebook. On Twitter, it is at Cash Lee Kelly one. On Instagram, it is Cash Lee Kelly. On um, what's the other ones? I think that's it. Yeah, tw oh, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube, I am Cash Kelly the Streetlight. Cash Lee Kelly the Streetlight. Okay. Um, you can find my videos on there. I upload everything that is important to me up there on YouTube. So, because Facebook's been kind of censoring me. Yep. And uh, that's okay. That's fine. It's still not stopping the movement. Um, it's out growing against. every day. Yeah. So absolutely. yeah, man, I really appreciate you having me on, and I would love to talk with you more, and I would love to actually have you on breaking the barriers. Absolutely. Very interesting to me as well. Absolutely. Would love that. I also want to give you a shout out to the the Streetlight Unity Movement. You can find that on Facebook as well. Streetlights Unity yes. Movement. So you can find that. Well, very good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have been speaking with Cash Lee Kelly. I would definitely love to talk to you again. Have you on any time. I'm going to try to uh, get up your way and uh, see see what you guys have going on in there. And would, would love to uh, to connect with you again sometime. I appreciate you, brother, and you have my full support. Anytime you need me on the show, you let me know. If you need me to share anything for you, let me know. I got you. You have my full support because you're a fellow American, and I believe in you, brother. You know so it, brother. You. Very good. Stay safe. Yes, sir. You as well. You have a good one. All right, folks. So please do yourself a favor and check out Mr. Kelly's Facebook presence. Check him out on Facebook. Check him out on Twitter. He has a very, very 
likable personality. He's bigger than life. What he's doing, his presentation is amazing, and and he really truly is, in my opinion, doing God's work. What he's what he's trying to do. Uh, he's meeting with people from both sides and uh, on on the ground in the areas is making a big big change, and it's spreading a lot further than just. Hammond, Indiana, Lake Station in that area. It's 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 touching everywhere. He's doing some absolutely amazing work and it's it's what can you say? He's in my opinion like I said he's doing God's work. Uh it's going to be great to see where all his impact reaches and it's going to be amazing to see all the good work that he does be sure and check that out i absolutely am proud to have had him on the show with us today i absolutely can't wait to work with him again in the future maybe on some collaborations and see what we can't do for the area in east central indiana and anywhere else okay you're listening to the 116th episode of perception is reality I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to do it for this 116th episode of Perception is Reality. I want to give a big shout-out to Mr. Cash Lee Kelly. Thanks for appearing on the show. Great work you're doing up there, brother. I'm going to ask every other one of you to do the show a favor and share it with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites and definitely at the home link at perception.fireside.fm. Also, check out the merchandise. Until next time, stay active, stay involved, stay safe. God bless. I'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.